Welcome to Daily Devotion with Ken Gurley. Devotions designed to inspire you on your daily walk with God. Each day we walk through the vital principles of the abundant life. Our Lord can do above and beyond all we ask or think. Here's your host, Ken Gurley. You know yesterday land, it's familiar country. It's the place you tried and failed. It's where you tried and succeeded. Yesterday land is home to marsh pits of misunderstanding, refuse piles of broken dreams, painful shards of regret, heavy clouds of condemnation, guilt, shame. Yesterday land is home to tarnished trophies of past accomplishments, sepia-toned photos of the good old days, faded certificates, forgotten achievements, and rusty relics of what might have been. No one can live in yesterday land for very long. It's a toxic place. Sentimentality sprinkled with strychnine. Arsenic amidst the old lace. Some people, however, are stuck there. Stuck in yesterday land. They live in the past. They rattle off facts and statistics about how it once was. And they fail to move into how it now is or how it could be. They cling to the past like a faded rose until it crumbles and collapses into dust. Jesus is author of a new covenant, a new way of living. He compared that new way of living to new wine. He said, new wine cannot be put into fragile old wineskins because they would burst. In the same sense, what God wants to do in us cannot survive in yesterday land. We have to move into Tomorrowland to make that happen. What is Tomorrowland? Tomorrowland is where once forgotten dreams are resurrected. Broken relationships are restored. Hurt and scarred hearts are renewed. Tomorrowland is where past difficulty suddenly makes sense. Where painful pruning bears fruit. Where weeping passes with the night and joy comes in the morning light. Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland is where victors are revealed, right is rewarded, and faith becomes reality. Welcome to our daily devotion. We're talking this week about the awesome power of hope, and I pray that hope is coming alive in your life and in your heart. Today, I want to look at one of my favorite passages of Scripture. Joshua is preparing God's people to cross over. Gone is the wilderness of yesterday land. Gone is the heartache, the confusion, the guilt of failing God. Gone is the bondage of Egypt, and before them is the freedom of Canaan's land. And Joshua says to the people of God, in chapter 3, verse 5, Sanctify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. Here we have a delineation between man's responsibility and God's responsibility. Our part. And God's part. Our part, what do we do? I think we need to leave the memories of yesterday land behind and lay hold on the promises of tomorrow land. Do you remember what Israel's biggest problem was in crossing over into their destiny? It was not merely that they had learned to live in their comfort zone, because there were many of them who actually wanted to go back to Egypt. No, what prompted their hesitation was fear. They had enough faith to say goodbye to yesterday, but they did not have enough faith 
to say hello to their tomorrow. And they were paralyzed in no man's land, the land of fear. They were afraid, afraid of opposition, afraid of problems bigger than their God, afraid of failure, afraid of adversity, fearful. So the very first step into Tomorrowland is this, have faith in God. It's faith that's going to move you into tomorrow's promises. In my library, I have a collection that is near and dear to me. It was given to me by the late missionary Mike Edge. Before he left for Honduras, he said, I want to give you something, Pastor. He gave me the two-volume set compiled by the 12th century Jewish scholar Maimonides. Maimonides studied Torah and arrived at 613 commandments given by God to man. 365 of them were prohibitions. That's one no-no for every day of the year. But 248 of the commandments were with promises, and that's one promise for each bone of the human body. David reduced these 613 to 11 things in Psalm 15. Isaiah came along and reduced them to six things that God requires of us in Isaiah 33. Micah, a minor prophet, said, I think I can beat that. And he got them down to three in Micah 6. Finally, Isaiah said, oh, yeah, I think I can get them down to two in Isaiah 56. But along comes Habakkuk, who said, I can take all 613 commandments of God and reduce them to one. Habakkuk 2.4, the just will live by faith. Faith, holding to the unseen and rejecting the seen. Believing for the best when your eyes are telling you the worst. Hebrews 11 is filled with men and women of faith. These are the heroes and the heroines in God's world. Not the people who cling to their fears and anxiety. Not those who always want to go back to yesterday land. But those who are longing for tomorrow land. Jesus has something to say about this. In the next to the last chapter of the Bible, we see, we catch a glimpse of the everlasting tomorrow land, the new heaven, the new earth, when new Jerusalem comes down like a bride from heaven on her wedding day. Jesus told the seven churches of Asia, he that overcomes. This is that which overcometh our world, even our faith. To get from the world of today into the world of tomorrow, we have to step out in faith. We can't be fearful. We can't be unbelieving. Have faith in God. The second step, follow after the Lord. Follow Jesus. Joshua and Jesus share the same Hebrew name, Yeshua or Yahashua. So if you want to walk into Tomorrowland, follow Jesus. Joshua told them to stay within sight of the ark. Make sure you can see him. Stay close enough to him. We live in the age of substitutes. If you like this, then you will love that. If you enjoy this, you will relish that. It's called the sin of Jeroboam in the Bible. Mentioned some 21 times. It's the sin of substitution. Substituting the original for a counterfeit. Don't substitute Jesus for self. Idolatry of yesteryear is the self-worship of today. Man tries to craft his own way, his own message, his own sense of right and wrong, his own holiness, his own religion, his own deity. Chuck Swindoll once described a comic strip he saw. Thousands of people were bowing down before an altar that bore the words, I, me, mine, and myself. At the root of idolatry is ego. 
a focus on self. It's what I want, when I want it, how I want it, and so forth. But self is a poor substitute for the Savior. Follow Jesus. Follow him with all of your heart. Simon Peter discovered something on that fateful night of his passion. If you follow Jesus at a distance, you'll always deny him. Stay within touching distance. Stay close to the Lord. He will lead you from where you are to where he wants you to be. He will take you by the hand and march you from yesterday land into tomorrow land. Here's the third step. Pray and pray often. The evening before and all during the passage of the Jordan into the promised land, the people sanctified themselves and they prayed. I can't emphasize this enough. Faith is what faith does. Faith without works is dead. If we purpose to have faith in God, if we purpose to follow after God, then we must call upon him. One of the greatest invitations you will ever receive is found in Jeremiah. God says in Jeremiah 33, 3, Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. This isn't a friend saying, hey, give me a call. This isn't the governor or the president saying, call me. This is God himself. Every failure in our life is a prayer failure. Not a single sin in our lives that prayer could not have avoided. Not a single need in our lives that prayer could not have met. Prayer is the single greatest untapped power in our lives. Those are our three steps. Have faith in God, follow Jesus closely, and cry out to God. And if we do our part, then the one who calls himself the door will open tomorrow's door and usher us into Tomorrowland. And then we will see not what flesh can do, but what God can do. That's our part. But what is God's part? What can he do? He can do great and mighty things, or as Joshua said, he will do wonders. We pray, God does wonders. We pray, God moves mountains. We pray, God heals and provides and order our steps. A pastor friend of mine gave me a prayer based on Deuteronomy 28. Can I share a bit of it with you? I will praise you, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will glorify your name. You surround me with songs of deliverance. I will not fear the darkness because you cover me with your wings. Depression, anxiety, you have no place in this temple of the Holy Ghost. You have given me the spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. I repent for every deceitful, negative, and death-giving word I've ever spoken. Wipe them away with your grace. Replace them with your truth. For I am blessed in the city. I'm blessed in the field. I'm blessed in my down-sitting, blessed in my uprising. I am blessed socially, physically, mentally, psychologically. I am blessed relationally, interpersonally. I am blessed physiologically. Every part of my life is blessed. I speak into my day and I download prosperity into my day, success into my tomorrow. I speak over those that I love. I speak healing. I decree and declare that wealth and prosperity will come upon us. I speak to my government that they would come into divine alignment, that they would lead morally and ethically. I speak into my business, that my business is successful, that I'm increasing, there's no decrease. I speak into my home, that my home is a haven of peace. I speak to my loved ones. I speak that their lives are coming back into alignment with God. 
I speak into my mind, peace. I speak into my heart, courage. I speak to my feet that there are paths that I can walk on so that I can overcome every obstacle in God. Today shall come into direct alignment with the plans and purposes of God. For every good and every perfect thing comes from God. Today is my gift. Therefore, it will end perfect and it will end good in Jesus' name. I believe that tomorrow land beckons. I believe that the Lord is knocking on our heart's door. When people download a Kindle book, Amazon can track what is highlighted. Do you know the most highlighted passage of Scripture in America? It's not John 3.16. It's not the 23rd Psalm. It's not the Lord's Prayer. Here is the most downloaded Scripture in all of America. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Just as surely as the Israelites followed Joshua into tomorrow, we're following our Joshua, the Lord Jesus Christ, into a great future. He's the same yesterday, today, and for a forever of tomorrows. The Lord is guiding us into our future. Set your hope and your affections on the Lord Jesus Christ. Say goodbye to your yesterdays and hello to your tomorrows. Thank you for sharing a daily devotion with Ken Gurley. We pray this ministry has been a source of encouragement and strength to you. Please be mindful that your financial support enables us to meet with you each day. To give a donation or connect with us, visit our website at kengurley.com. There you will also find the latest books, podcasts, and resources. Blessed, 90 Days to Change Your World is Pastor Gurley's latest book. You can get your copy of this life-changing book at kengurley.com. May God's favor rest on you in every way until we meet again.